0: Monday morning and welcome to connect the California MBA's weekly podcast featuring one-on-one interviews with movers and shakers in the mortgage industry it is May it's May and we're uh, excited to be talking to the future folks of the mortgage industry here that's our theme this month we're gonna be talking to some younger folks in the industry and uh, talking about their own challenges what they bring to the table and kind of what uh, what they see in the future uh, for lenders and uh, vendors and everyone else in the industry so before we get started though, let's uh, thank our sponsors over at Accelerate. So if you're looking to close out more loans in 2021, definitely make sure and uh, check out and experience Accelerate's award-winning customer engagement platform that features lead management, CRM, call routing, sales enablement, marketing automation, borrower engagement, and data intelligence through innovative use of multi-channel marketing, which includes text, social media, email, direct mail, phone, ringless voicemail, retargeting, and much, much more. As we always like to say, if you're not following Josh Friend on uh, LinkedIn, you're missing out. And actually, Josh actually did a, a takeover of our Connect podcast a couple of weeks ago and did a great interview with Rob Christman. So I encourage you to check that out as well. So, And if you want to check out uh, uh, more about Encelerate and schedule your own personal demo, just make sure to go to Encelerate.com and you can do that there. So before we jump into our uh, conversation this morning, or let's uh, uh, toss it over to Susan Malazzo for this week's update. Susan?
1: Thanks, Dustin. Hi, this is Susan with California MBA. And this week on Thursday, May 20th, we are having our first webinar presented by our Diversity, Equity and Inclusion Committee, Listen, Lead and Learn. Join this conversation to learn what diversity, equity and inclusion means to the people that are working in and around the mortgage industry. These webinars are designed to provide information to companies that are looking to either develop or enhance their DEI initiatives. We have a great lineup of speakers that are willing to uh, share their insights on this important topic. We'll be welcoming Mary Mibia with Blackstar Bank, Lynn Cook, Optify Now, Janelle Namobi from Namobi Law Group. Michael Guidotti with American Pacific Mortgage, and of course Ian Rambarin from Kleindienst who is also chair of our Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Committee. Very excited to be launching this new initiative. The webinar is free to anyone in the industry, so I encourage you to register and join us on the 20th. Back to you, Dustin.
0: All right. Thanks, Susan. And one more thing before we, uh, before we jump into the conversation here, I want to make sure and encourage everyone, if you haven't already, make sure and go to mortgageinnovators.com and check out our new site there. We just recently launched it at the Mortgage Innovators Conference, and it is chock full of great content from, and it's stuff that's helpful for brand new LOs who don't know what they don't know to, you know, top, uh, top of the industry, CTOs and CIOs who are looking to add to their tech stack. You just kind of want to check out uh, what's out there as far as trends and analysis in the industry. And if you're a, a company in this space, in the uh, innovation space, and you've got some great content to share, make sure and connect with us, and uh, we will do what we can to get your content on the site. You don't have to be a, a member of the association. You don't have to be a, a sponsor of the site, which by the way, there's great opportunities there as well. We're looking for great content because we're education first, and we're there to demystify some of the uh, uh, the um, confusing things about the mortgage industry. Anyone who's been in this industry for long enough is uh, as about 1500 uh, acronyms memorized in their heads so we're trying to short circuit that and give you some great content so make sure and check that out all right with that out of the way let's uh introduce and welcome our guest today maggie may director of product management at top of mind welcome maggie hello thank you it's great to be here yeah yeah excited to have you join the uh join the connect uh, uh this morning so let's uh let's start from the beginning. Let's for those who don't know you very well. What's your background? What's your backstory for those who don't know you? And what's uh led you to your current role there at uh, Top of Mind?
2: <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> so uh I I I love my backstory. I think it's a lot of fun. When when I was just just out of high school, I had oh. met this woman who seemed like her life was amazing. She was like always home and she was having happy hour and she was making great money. This, this is in 2005, yeah. and I'm like, "What do you do for a living? I have to know because I want this life, and that just speaks to the freedom that the mortgage industry allows you to really set your own schedule." So I found out she was a mortgage advisor. 2005, it's peak of the market. I'm trying to like, I've got to break into this industry, and I, I'm just like incessantly looking, you know, will someone, will anyone, you know, let me just come into your office? I'll work for you for free. Like I have to know, you know. <laughs> So I did end up aligning myself with a mortgage broker just through that, you know, that sense of hustle that our industry just so rewards um and so i started as a junior lo and actually had just this knack for marketing and so what i ended up doing for that originator was bringing in a lot of leads and not closing any at all so i <laughs> After all that. So I, I quickly learned that sales was not for me but marketing was um and then of course as we all know the collapse occurred we were absorbed by a larger bank um, many people were tying their small boats to the larger bank boats at that time um, and then I just have been following my passion ever since then and found myself quickly moving into marketing automation and then ultimately technology, which is where I serve at top of my networks uh, in a technology role.
0: Yeah. So I, I'm curious, uh, you know, it's, it's funny you mentioned you know, sort of starting your career almost as the, as the market had peaked and was, uh, you know, we we're right on the cusp of uh, the 2007-2008 2000, 2000, uh, collapse there. How did that, right. you know, sort of just getting your career started, how did that, you know, going through that, that uh, debacle, how did that shape and impact your experience? And, and uh, you know, it's a credit to you that you're still in the industry now. And <laughs> you didn't, you know, abandon ship as, to use your uh, nautical uh, metaphors there. You know, how did that shape your experience?
2: <laughs> yeah, so interesting enough, I mean, I- Uh, First of all, I'm very lucky because I was young when the crash happened, right? So I didn't have a ton to lose. So one of the ways that that impacted me is that I got to see um, what other people went through and really better prepare myself, you know, sort of financially in my future, like as a result of that. Um, So times of feast and famine are very curious to me and we can talk a little bit about more about our refi boom that we're in right now um and then the other thing is that i just had stars in my eyes because i was so excited to actually break into the industry and i so saw all these people that were living this life of freedom now some months are good and some months are bad but one of the things that our industry still empowers is you know mothers to stay home with their children and do their business, right? So it's really exciting just to have that level of freedom that our industry still allows. You know, in real estate, it's very similar. You really get to set your own hours and be your own boss. And even still in the face of all the consumer direct stuff that we're working through, and we can talk about that too, we still have that sense of freedom, which is really nice.
0: Yeah, that's a great album. That's a great like That's one that uh, you don't often hear, but you're right. That does the, uh, the industry does provide that sense of freedom and the opportunity, I think, that uh, you're kind of uh, hitting on there, the opportunity to sort of make your own career, build your own career. You're not, in many ways, you're not limited by anything other than your own ambition, your own talent and drive. So I, I think it's, yeah, I think you're, you're right on there.
2: Absolutely. Um,
0: so speaking of that, what has been, you know, to this point at least, what has been sort of the, the toughest obstacle to, uh, to overcome and why in your career?
2: so certainly i would say early on my youth you know early on uh in my early 20s starting out in this industry people did not want to take financial advice from you know (laughs) a 22 year old (laughs) at a peak of a financial crisis so that that really can only be conquered by professionalism um and, and education so that's certainly one and then i would say really just it's yourself against yourself every single day and everyone comes with their own life experience that does leave you with some limitations so really you know just just doing the work and digging in and getting to know your own triggers and then just working through those so that you can serve people better because ultimately that's the business that we're in is the business of service no matter if you're a vendor or an originator And you really can't serve people if you're, you know, uh, getting triggered because I don't know, your current borrower reminds you of your dad. Right. (laughs) So I would say young people entering into the industry probably still have, uh, I'm going to share something that you probably won't hear most executives talk about, but, uh, some childhood trauma to clean up and some other traumas that they may need to clean up so that they can be more available and a better service. So I would just say it's just against you, you know?
0: Yeah, no, I think that's a great, that's a great point you you make there. So would you say that uh, I'm just curious, uh, you know, you mentioned that uh, you had to kind of overcome or, or get around that, uh, the challenge of, uh, you know, just inexperience. just, you know, there's nothing you could do about it when you're 22. Um, Yeah. When you kind of moved into the marketing role, did you see, you know, some openings there as far as uh, your youth is almost a a benefit? In the sense, you've got, you're bringing in fresh ideas and it's more welcome there than, you know whether then if you're speaking to a, someone in their 50s that's you know you know doing a, a refi on their house for the fifth time or something.
2: Yeah, that's true. I mean, now I'm now looking at people who are younger than me to say, you know, uh, should mortgage advisors be on TikTok, for example? Like, <laughs> are these viable channels that we should explore? Because at the end of the day mobilization of your audience is really the key uh relevance is really the key you know and so yeah we can we can certainly learn from those who are who are younger than us who have a have an appetite for it and one of the great things about our industry that still stands is that it's still a relationship industry and keeping in touch with people is really really straightforward you know it's tough to automate uh which makes some of our jobs difficult (laughs) and exciting Um, but really it's a relationship game still, which is, which is nice. You know, you can always fall back on the basics, you know, so that that's helpful.
0: Right. No. And I think to your point, I mean, you always, every, it seems like every, uh, every year, every six months, there's an article, whether it's in housing wire or one of the other trade publications about, are we, is the LO going to be, you know, automated out of existence? And, you know, the answer is always no, no, they're not. Because to your point, (laughs) it is a relationship business. And, you know, even if you get the most, you know, the, most highly automated system when it comes to customer engagement all that really does is free up the lo to do the really tough stuff and really you know focus on that relationship building and engagement and not be bogged down by paperwork.
2: yeah that's exactly what technology should be doing for you it should be empowering you and enabling you to make your phone calls that you need to make to show up to the events that you need to show up to you know that tell your story that's another really. Place where you can stand and expand and reach people is through storytelling and so those are things that really can't be automated
0: yeah yeah well I mean this is we didn't I didn't put this in the uh, questions but I know that uh, you know you guys are, are big on storytelling there tell us tell you know give the audience sort of a the, uh, the pitch on uh, the importance of storytelling for lenders
2: yeah so thanks for that um so storytelling really comes uh is relatability and and if you're not relatable then you can't be connected with and if you can't be connected to you can't be trusted and that's still still the business that we're in we're still in a business of of trust so telling somebody facts doesn't actually make them move so we can so give you an example a fact could be that rates have dropped by half a percent that's a fact that's something that us in the industry are really excited about but what does that (laughs) what does that actually mean does that mean that refinancing your mortgage will account for the same basically get you a car because it's you're saving a car payment you're saving 250 bucks a month which is you know frees you up to go get that car that you wanted to get or frees you up to really make that investment in your child's future that you wanted to or add to your 401k because you really are feeling like you need to be more aggressive in your savings that's storytelling the fact is rates dropped half a point not interesting
0: <laughs> yeah no, i think and to uh, sort of to add on to that i mean home buying and uh, and refinancing those are always you know the biggest transactions you're ever going to make and they are emotional as much as you can as the consumer can try to be uh objective about it and you know fact-based it, when it comes down to it it is an absolutely an emotional decision and or at least there's emotion involved in the decision and uh you can't you can't really separate that from the transaction itself
2: yeah i will um just expand on that point there a little bit uh, we we'll do well to know that they're emotional transactions and not the other way around, like not to think about that they're logical transactions and there's some emotion in there. Like, no, they're emotional transactions and there's some logic in there. Um, and when we look at customer experience from that lens, we can understand why things like smart data to duplication what a boring topic to talk about but why why that's important because in process borrowers so you're a borrower you're in process you have given everything but your dna right your mortgage advisor knows if you've been divorced if you pay child support what your retirement account looks like and you may have mixed feelings about that maybe it's low to you and you're embarrassed about it they know your credit score and then you get a phone call from some, you know, uh, direct to consumer division calling you like you're a new lead when you're in process with that company. Yeah. And like that can't happen. That can't happen. And so that's, that's where automation, when it's not done in the right way, can really actually do the opposite. What we're trying to do is empower, but it can make a borrower feel like you don't know that I'm in process with your company. You know, so those are the, those are the types of problems that we solve absolutely absolutely so uh we talked about uh you know sort of the the
0: biggest obstacle you've had to overcome what's been the biggest success for you in the industry
2: oh my gosh it's been such an exciting year (laughs) i'm laughing because i'm like that's the best spending that
0: i've heard as far as the last year
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh if you if you aren't loving being in the lending industry this year you are not paying attention that's right yeah, uh you know what excites me is the those types of stories that I just shared about creating exceptional borrower experiences. And because because the consumer experience is always ahead of what we're ad- adapting to as business professionals, that's what always keeps it interesting and exciting. Um so I'm most proud of our um we've created in the in the last year an ability for Wholesale lenders to be networked to their brokers and for mortgage advisors to be networked to their agents so that both people can see uh, the transaction and the deal status in real time. And that's really exciting because what that means is that an agent doesn't have to call the lender and say, What's the status? What's the status? What's the status? Right? They can just log in and see the status. Um, And same thing for our wholesale divisions. You know, brokers can just log in and they can just see, um, which is really exciting. You know, and i think consumers always push us in the direction of transparency uh, and and we're seeing that in you know b2b environments now
0: yeah so is that uh, is that the latest uh, product or initiative you're working on top of mind or do you have something else that uh, something else up <laughs> your sleeve you're working on
2: yeah i would say we're continuing to explore and support wholesale as a vertical and really empower our brokers and our wholesale lenders to do business you know smarter better faster uh, and to help them create an exceptional borrower experience because what the broker doesn't want is the wholesale lender on their marketing materials and the wholesale lender doesn't want to be on them either. Yeah. And so, you know, insulating the broker to be able to have that and also access those materials is really exciting and see the transaction process um, for agents. You know, it's broker, a bit, it's, their own brand too and build
0: their own brand too.
2: Yeah. Yeah yeah which is huge and to that end uh, one of the other things that we just released is video in the platform and just so important again we're in an interesting time right now, they now. Can use
0: TikTok, right <laughs> yeah brokers great. on TikTok. nothing uh, nothing scary about that at all
2: <laughs> they're already there um so you know we're in an interesting time and so making that personal con- connection is more important than ever so you know all those are features right what i shared with you but the punchline is is just continue to empower that personal connection and and make exceptional borrower experiences because that's what's so important we want to make our lenders look good bottom line
0: right on right so uh switching gears a little bit uh i mean obviously the last year or so to say the uh the work environment has changed a bit is uh putting it mildly um, but do you think just in the in the past couple of years um, and uh, kind of looking ahead, do you think that industry firms are doing uh, more to adapt to that Gen X and millennial workforce that is now sort of becoming the core and the the bulk of uh, the workforce in the industry right now and and I guess you know further to that, what advice would you have to a company who maybe is a bit behind the ball when it comes to that and is looking to get younger and they say to you, you know Maggie, what do we do? How do I get younger and how do I encourage? folks to, you know, join the company who are, you know, younger in that Gen X and millennial uh, range.
2: Yeah, thank you so much for that question. I am really proud of our industry. I think the industry moved faster and got younger at a a breakneck speed. so you know some of the things that have come out of course are uh, these these wonderful portals that track and collect documents in real time you know there's a couple a of, couple of key players in the industry that do that that have been really leaps and bounds in the last year and i would say you know remote signings people consumers consumers have been begging like can i please DocuSign, right <laughs> for for years and so you know better or for worse this last year really pushed lenders to adopt some of those technologies so i would say as an industry we're actually getting younger all the time and i'm really i'm really proud really proud
0: yeah no i can i can totally attest to that having been here at at least at the california mba since 2004 it has changed dramatically just in the time i've been here and i think a lot of it too is has been the tech firms have really pushed i think lenders to get younger in part because the democratization of knowledge has just I think, completely changed things. Instead of having the one or two loan officers that have all the knowledge, all that, that special <laughs> wisdom and knowledge and it's kind of locked up and, and you know, they've got the, the monopoly on it. Now, I mean, that knowledge is out there. It's out there. If you want to find it, you can find it on how to be a great uh, LO. And even if you, you know, don't necessarily have those skills built in, you're not a natural salesperson. Now, there are so many firms like Top of Mind that help these LOs do a better job and do stuff that they couldn't do on their own.
2: Thank you. Yeah. And I would say that, you know, salespeople by nature are very generous. You know, they're very generous. You're I'm sure you're in a couple of, um, you know, yeah. Facebook groups and other online communities I am, and, and people are always sharing their tips and their tricks. And even just write down to the scripts, like, Hey, my you know agent asked me this, what do I say? And people are very generous in sharing knowledge. And those platforms have accelerated the exchange of knowledge at, at an incredible speed. Um, yeah. For companies who are looking to get younger, I would say something that you can take on right away is is response rates.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So as a young shopper, <laughs> what I do, I, let's just say I'm going to go look for an electrician. An electrician is a service provider that has an expertise that I'm going to need to talk to. You know, similar, a little, bit, little right. similar. You
0: get out the yellow pages, right? <laughs> Course, do do? I go into
2: my basement. So, so of course you're gonna to go to Google and you're gonna do a search. But here's what younger people do that other demographics may not is if I'm on my laptop, I'm I'm gonna right click, open a new tab, six or eight yep. of the top people on the page. So a lot of times we have this concept about like first place on Google, first page of Google, like like the experience is going to be that only that someone's going to only fill out one contact us form that is not the case we our google form filler is automatically (laughs) filling in our forms on these contact us pages so a couple of things you can do immediately test your contact us form on your website and see how long it takes for someone at your company to get back to you if it's more than five minutes you might as well just not have a contact us page on at all so you'll lose about 78 percent of your leads if you respond longer than five minutes so automation is going to help empower human connection by getting that autoresponder out we of course have one any crm worth their salt should have one for you <laughs> so replace that wordpress form or whatever form you have going on with a form from your actual crm i hope it's ours but if it's someone else's that's okay too uh and make sure that they're getting in touch right away text message if your company is willing to tolerate it uh from a compliance standpoint that's going to be your best option email of course being number two so you've really got to be fast on the jump on the lead it there's other um you you may introduce chat that's like a next level but if you're if you're working at breakneck speed then you know having that chat widget it's just like we just have to put our consumer hat on if you have a question when do you want the answer in four hours tomorrow (laughs) no (laughs) you know right now right now i get my amazon deliveries next day same day two days is an eternity at this point right so you know and that is not that it's not going to cost you anything extra. It's not an additional technology solution. You know, just just connect that autoresponder up, and you you'll be able to track that back to dollars and cents.
0: Yeah, no, I think it makes a lot of sense. I, in part because, you know, it is in some ways a terrifying thought that the moment someone hits your you know their submit button on your contact form or your contact us form, you're right. I mean, the clock starts, and yeah. I mean, to your point, you got five minutes or less to get back to them or to your point again you may as well not at all you've lost the sale and <laughs> I mean, it's it's, gone.
2: it's a harsh thing to say but it's the truth because i've already gone on to three or four websites and submitted the same form like that's right. what's happening they're not just submitting just your form and so companies spend uh, you know five figures on their website and five figures on seo consultants to get on the first page of google and they have a contact us form that takes two days to get an answer you know you, yeah. it's just it's tough. You you gotta you gotta be faster. You gotta be <laughs> you
0: gotta be faster. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So so, what would you say uh, as a, a younger younger person in the industry? What's what's the biggest strength? If I'm a, a CEO and I'm looking to hire more a, a younger workforce, what's the biggest strength that younger folks bring to the table? If I'm hearing in my in my ears, I'm hearing from my other maybe older executives who are saying, ah, I mean, what do they bring to the table? What do you say what's maggie may say as far as the uh, strength that younger people bring
2: i would say you know a couple of things that money can't buy is energy and optimism so young people coming into the industry they are hungry and they have fresh eyes and they're eager to learn and to take new things on and to work hard so if you are looking to help the next generation to help our industry you know become better lenders and i would say you know hire hire younger people because they will listen they will be coached they will take on that homework they will read that book that you recommended <laughs> um so i would say that that fresh energy bringing that into your organization is really not quantifiable because it it's contagious you know when they come when i came into the office with a big smile on my face, <laughs> while the market was melting down, people were confused and, and also were curious.
0: But it helps. Did you read the papers. Did you see? Uh, you've been watching the news.
2: Yeah, it, it helps. It helps. So you know you want that that freshness and that eagerness. And of course, you know they, they'll be more prone to uh, technology because they they you know came out of the they were born with a smartphone in their hand, Right.
1: right.
0: No, I think to your point too. I mean, I think there's a lot of uh, problem-solving uh, issues or uh, benefits that younger folks bring to the industry. I mean, just in conversations I've had in the last year or so, on the, especially on the tech side, it is amazing how many problems are, are being solved in the industry from people who were not, you know, L.O.S. who are not, uh, you know, branch managers. They were completely in a different uh, market segment, and uh, they looked at what was going on here, whether it's an appraisal or somewhere in processing under underwriting or at the top of the funnel, and they say, "Well, you guys stink at that, you can do a lot better and i'm gonna you know I'm gonna just solve that problem for you, something that's been sort of just an accepted part of the process for decades. you know younger people see that and say, "Well, we can do better. How about we just fix that?"
2: Yeah, the willingness to problem solve and to go get information too is something that you see. Uh, is more part of just a natural characteristic of younger generations because that's what they do, that's what they're used to doing. You know, they they watch the YouTube tutorials, right?
0: That's <laughs>
2: true. Which sounds maybe crazy, but uh, you know, education is another industry that's getting shaken up, and you don't, you know, it's not behind a barrier anymore. So as you were stating about all that knowledge being available, who's consuming it? Well, you know, it's the younger generations. At BreakNext. Right.
0: Well, and as someone who has uh, virtually every single uh, car repair I've ever done has been, thanks to a a YouTube tutorial, tutorial, (laughs) I I would be in in a far, uh, far worse place now than if I didn't have that. Um, Sorry, so we got just a couple more minutes here, um, and I want to close out with a a question here, just, uh, you know, keeping it fun here as we end. What's something about you that uh, most colleagues wouldn't know?
2: So something that most of my colleagues don't know is that before I entered into the mortgage industry, I was actually on the other side of it. I was a bill collector. And uh, the way that I got people to pay their bills was through this natural charm that you see here, which was <laughs> lots of laughing and positivity. And uh, it, was an, it was an interesting career. And I would recommend it to any young person, if you were looking at options and maybe mortgage isn't one of them, You know, to, to go into some type of telemarketing uh position one because you can get in soon and two it will give you a lifetime a lifetime of skills that you can fall back on
0: yeah yeah those customer service skills those don't go away and those are applicable to just about every every industry and every job
2: (laughs) yeah yeah try to get somebody to pay you know a a six-year-old medical bill and then (laughs) and then when you go into the other time and sales it seems easy (laughs)
0: <laughs> ah, that's, a great way that.
2: that's a great way All right. So well,
0: anyway, thank you for do. joining us today on connect this has been this has been fun i think we could probably go on for our you know another hour or so but this is uh this has been great thanks for joining us
2: oh yeah thanks so much dustin really appreciate it
0: yeah yeah and if you'd uh if you enjoyed the conversation make sure and subscribe to us here on our youtube channel you can also find us on spotify soundcloud and apple podcasts and we'll be back again next uh next monday morning for another episode of connect And we'll see you then Here we go!